Merriam-Webster has chosen its word of the year for 2016 and that word is greetings this is Phil West and I welcome you to another tomorrow's world webcast in light of all the ominous headlines and divisive nature of the politics of 2016 perhaps we can understand why the word surreal was chosen Merriam-Webster defines surreal as marked by the intense irrational reality of a dream there are factions on both sides of the political aisle and voters in both major political parties of the United States that would likely describe what they felt after the 2016 presidential election as a surreal feeling. They felt either a general euphoric type of surreal marked by great hope for the future or more of a feel of being locked inside some kind of nightmare from which they can't seem to wake. Which type of surreal all depends on who the, these voters were supporting. Or consider the roughly 64 million people of the United Kingdom left to wonder what's next for them after voting in June of 2016 to leave the European Union. The Brexit vote had a very similar impact on Britain, with some feeling a surreal hope for the future and others feeling a darker sense of surreality. Many of us living in relative peace in the United States, Britain, Australia, and Canada, for example, would have trouble relating to the horrors being played out in Aleppo, Syria, where hundreds of thousands have died in the Syrian civil war since it began in early 2011, many of those killed being civilians. They've been living in a nightmarish world brought on by war. Sadly, it only feels like a nightmare for them. This has been their reality since war broke out there. Do you realize the Bible prophesies more disaster and difficulty to come on the whole world in the next several years? Perhaps we can understand with so much trauma and difficulty in the world why so many are not living in reality. Yes, it can be overwhelming at times to face the realities of the world around us. There's so much suffering and there are so many problems. Many attempt to escape reality through drugs or alcohol. Many others simply attempt to escape through hedonism, which is defined as devotion to pleasure as a way of life. The Apostle Paul was inspired in 2 Timothy 3 verses 1 through 4 to describe the last days, and he describes general attitudes and characteristics that would exist prior to Christ's second coming. I won't take the time to cover all of it here, but you can review it on your own. But he mentions, among other characteristics, those who are lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. He also mentions those who are lovers of themselves and those who are proud and haughty. If you're interested in successfully navigating the traumatic times to come, the key is really simple in theory. Come out of this world. Examine yourself before God. Look at those verses mentioned earlier in 2 Timothy and be honest. Be real about it. Do any of those characteristics apply to you? Are you attempting to escape reality through an unbalanced pursuit of pleasure? Are you overly enamored with yourself, proud and haughty? Do you bristle anytime some, someone suggests you may be wrong about something? Or are you like so many today who have the attitude, I don't, know, I don't need anyone to tell me anything? Well, I hope that doesn't describe you. The reality is that we're all imperfect human beings, but we can all make positive changes that will lead to better circumstances for us and for our loved ones 
if we're willing to live in reality. I encourage you to read about a future that is sure. It is real. Our booklet, The World Ahead, What Will It Be Like, will help you begin to paint the beautiful picture in your mind of what the world really will be like very soon at the return of Jesus Christ. And please take advantage of all that we have to offer at tomorrowsworld.org. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time.